We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hi everybody, I'm Sophie, he's Mike, and she's Brenda, and welcome to On the Road with Mickey. If you're returning for another adventure with us, welcome back. We are so glad you have returned safely. And if this is your first episode with us and you're new here, welcome. It's so nice to meet you, and I'm going to show you the reins today. First up, we have our cheddar from the Big Cheese, which is basically our Disney news snippets. And then after that, we have our feature topic, which is what we talk about for most of the episode. And then after that, we have our This Day in Disney History, brought to you by me. And after that is our game of Who's Who. And that is brought to you by Mike, my dad. A oh, fair warning, I'm almost never wrong when it comes to this game. I almost always win it. And then after that... Brenda will be giving us a quote from the big man himself, Walt Disney, and it's just going to be amazing. So buckle up, keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the car at all times, make sure you're safe, fasten your seatbelts, all that good stuff, and we will see you on the road. It's time to get going. Let's go! Hey everyone, I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. And she's back. <laughs> and that's Brenda. That's Brenda, and he's Grogu. And we are on the road with Mickey. This is season two, episode twenty-four for June fourteenth, twenty twenty-one, and we're actually recording a little early Wednesday, June ninth, for this episode. Mm -hmm. I'm putting that out there for a reason. Um, which will be discovered later on in the show But anyway Our feature topic this week is Brenda's Walt Disney World recap We want to hear everything, Brenda Oh boy Yeah, no pressure Oh boy <laughs> But before we get started We want to go through just a little bit of Cheddar from the Big Cheese We don't have a whole lot It seemed like it was kind of light this week Maybe I just miss seeing a whole bunch. I don't know. But um, but we have just a little bit, so I'm going to let Sophie start us off. Yep. All right. So my piece of cheddar kind of links up with Miss Brenda's piece of cheddar now that she's back. But the problem is that we are doing sort of a good news, bad news sort of thing. And I'm going to share the good news because I'm an optimist. Yeah. And that good news is that Ohana at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort is reopening July 9th. Booking is available June 10th, so this past week. Yeah. Too true. And Brenda, what do you have to add? I'll add that the breakfast seems to, to be Great, right up there with what the breakfast used to be, um, as far as food. Yeah. But they have changed the menu for dinner at Ohana. And since Ohana has been the one constant table service reservation for my family for probably 15 years, every single trip we've taken, we've booked Ohana. It's our favorite. Wow. wow. They really changed the menu, and it's really not something we're happy about. So yeah. quickly, I'll just recap what the new menu is okay. for anyone who hasn't been able to read that. This Ohana dinner features all you care to enjoy platters of grilled beef steak, roasted chicken, sausage, and island shrimp casserole served with fried rice and roasted broccolini. Ohana pot stickers, crispy soy chicken wings, and the signature Ohana bread pudding served warm with caramel sauce and vanilla ice cream are back. Here's some things that are no longer included in our favorite meal. 
Ohana pineapple coconut bread, the mixed green salad with the lily koi dressing, the honey coriander chicken wings served with peanut and sweet and sour sauces, pork dumplings tossed in garlic ginger sauce served with peanut and sweet and sour sauces, the noodles, which are unbelievably good, tossed in teriyaki sauce mixed with fresh vegetables, stir fry vegetables, and the skewers that are prepared over the oak fire and served with house-made peanut and sweet and sour sauces, including Szechuan sirloin steak, sweet and sour chicken, spicy grilled peel and eat shrimp, and the, the original dessert includes bananas. I don't know if they're having the um, bananas foster sauce or not. This said caramel sauce. I'm assuming it's mm. going to be the same one with the bananas. But as far as missing out on the noodles, which are so great, um, and then all the skewers of the steak and the chicken mm -hmm. and the shrimp, I don't know what shrimp casserole is. We're not fans of sausage and rice. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be negative Nancy. Ooh, sorry about anybody named Nancy out there. I'm not talking about you. But I think this change is not a good thing. Okay. Will you give it a try, though? We will try it when we go back in November. Okay. And well, at least they still have your bread pudding. You know, got to love the bread pudding, even if that's yeah. all I eat. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. I have no problem with eating just dessert. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm curious to try it as well. And. You know, we kind of want to know what everyone that's listening thinks as well. Yeah. What do those changes at at Ohana really, are they a big time change? Because from what Brenda said, it sounds like a huge shift in the menu sure based on what like they don't change. have that she's used to having, you know. And um, I just want to hear your opinions, you know. We want to hear from you. You know, we have our Facebook page. And I've changed the URL slightly. You can get to it by going to facebook.ontheroadwithmickey.com. And that will take you automatically over to the Facebook page in Facebook. And if you want to go straight to the group, you can go to facebookgroup.ontheroadwithmickey.com. Might make it a little bit easier. Maybe not. I think it's easier. But, Sounds you know, easy. what do I know? <laughs> But anyway, I really want to hear what you guys think about the changes at the Ohana menu. And you know what? If enough people um, aren't happy with the changes, Disney might change it back. They've they've done that sometimes. Yeah. Rarely, but they've done that sometimes with with things. So I'm all for that. Change yeah. it back. But I am Please. curious to see. You know, I like I was telling Brenda earlier, we don't have any context, Sophie and I, because we haven't been there for dinner. We've only been there for breakfast. So, yeah. and, and for the record, right now, the characters for breakfast are not there. Right. So it's just the food. But, right. um, but I am kind of excited that it's opening because it does mean that things are getting back to the way they used to be. Every yes. step is a step closer, I think. Which is um, why I don't understand why they changed what was already perfect. Ohana yeah. was a fan favorite. Based on the menu. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I would like to know what other listeners think too. Yeah. So and, you know, they might pick on me because I'm being a downer. I'm not trying to. I just no. I'm gonna miss it really bad. Yeah. Oh, and well, and I just for anyone right. listening, um, if you don't know Brenda yet from the show, you need to get to know her because she is absolutely one of the most positive people we know. Yay, thank you. Yeah. So, and if you don't know her, where on earth have you been? She's been with us for, like, coming up on 25 episodes. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, back to the show. And one more piece of cheddar. And this is mine to talk about. And there was, today's June 9th. And yesterday, June 8th, there was an accident on the Skyliner. It's similar to what we've seen before, where a couple cars banged together. Um... I, from what I can tell, there were no injuries. Everyone was fine. Um, all is good, but I might be wrong. I'm not there right now, so I don't know for certain if that is the case. I think that the Skyliner is running. I haven't heard any issues that it's not. But um, 
but anyway, just um, wanted to let everyone know about that. Um, Hope everyone's okay. Uh, to me, yeah, and to me, yeah, I love the Skyliner, and you know, we haven't been involved in anything like that, so we don't really have any context for it, but. Um, yeah, we were just commenting last week that Skyliner. when we got on the Skyliner, both times we rode it, we kept getting yellow cars, and it looked like two yellow ones collided. So we were talking last night about how grateful we are that nothing happened when we had the girls, yeah, you know, with yeah. us. Yeah, exactly. So I hope everybody's okay and no one was hurt. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's all I got for cheddar from the big cheese this week so we will keep our ears out and listen for some cheddar and we'll post it in the in the group and on the facebook page as needed so if we see anything but um anyway that takes us to our feature topic and that is brenda's walt disney world recap like sophie said last week um you know when we come back to disney we do a recap so Brenda, now it's Miss Brenda's turn. Her turn to give a recap. So I'm going to don't turn worry. It over to don't her be nervous. Bit. You're going to do great. Yeah. yeah, you'll be fine. Well, I was I was trying to think about what to include. I mean, you know, there's a lot to include. So I decided to um basically take the notes that I had taken from my trip in December, and then just compare the differences. During this trip in June, so yeah, kind of. I mean, some things have changed, obviously, and some things have not. So yeah. Um. So as far as like cleaning the room, etc., before you check in, it was a it was exactly the same. The room is they do a good job cleaning it before you check in. They put the remotes in baggies, and Uh you know all those precautionary things are still happening. We did. Um. We were told we checked in. We were at the beach club, and it was the first day it reopened since COVID was our check-in day, May 30th. So we were the first guest in over a year. But um, they did tell us we would have um, like mousekeeping services every other day. We, they didn't come. Um, But every time we called for like more towels or more shampoo or more coffees or anything, they brought them very quickly. So um, everything was fine. We did put our trash outside a couple of times and they took that. So it's not exactly the same as far as, you know, having mousekeeping services right now because they're still trying not to touch things as much as possible. Yeah. yeah. But everything was still very clean when we checked in. Yeah. Um, and when, you, service, and when you go through online check-in, you, you pick your choice of every other day or I'll do my own. Right. Um, that's one of the options you have right now for online check-ins. So, yeah, not sure it's sticking because we did not receive. And even in fact, when I called down and said, I, you know, I expected them to come yesterday, but they didn't. He said, yes, it was on the schedule for yesterday, but they didn't. So we'll send them today. So it may not be perfect, but it's, I mean, they're, if you need anything, they're going to bring it as quickly as possible. So, you know, it's Disney. They, they love to help people. Um, Bell Services is still operating. It was operating in December when we went. It's still operating now. Um, Let me see here. The pools. The pools are open. The pool bars are open. There's fun at the pools. There's pool games. The girls had a great time doing the pool games. I got to video them, which I love. You know, I I talked in the last time we met about how the nighttime activities, one of the greatest things about you know nighttime is pool stuff and they love it so got to watch them it was great so the pools are in full force the movies at night are still happening um many of the restaurants are still closed um the the we had you know the beach club marketplace is like the food court area at the beach club and i have a lot of food allergies so there was really there's really kind of only one thing I could get, which, you know, it's limiting. Mm-hmm. There are some limiting things with food choices, but they're opening more and more. And, mm-hmm. you know, with this news yesterday about Ohana reopening, and they're going to start opening more and more. So I'm sure that's going to be getting better and better. Um, I highly recommend the online check-in and receiving your notification when the room is ready. That just makes everything easier. Of course, if you don't have Magic Bands, which we have a billion left over from previous trips, but if you don't have Magic Bands, you'll need to still get your Key to the World card from the desk. 
So yeah. don't forget to do that. Um, let's see. Transportation. Transportation is a lot different than in December. And I, I'm speaking mostly about the bus. We did not even do the monorail this trip. But speaking about the buses and the Skyliner, the main differences were in December, they had increased from October's six groups of guests allowed on the bus at a time to nine groups of guests allowed at a time. Mm -hmm. Now, they still have the partitions between the numbered uh -huh. groups, but uh -huh. they're filling every single seat, every seat. Okay. Um, so they're not skipping a seat in between groups. They had the partitions. And then they're skipped. Now, I do have to say that we had a very friendly and talkative bus driver during one of our trips from Magic Kingdom. And he, and this is not a Disney release, but his opinion is come July, every mm -hmm. seat will be filled and guests will again be standing on the buses. Because so right just, now they're still not. They're not standing. Right. He says he okay. anticipates that it's going to be back to that in July. Yeah. But like and I like said, you that said, is not that's a statement from Disney. That's right. 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 That's his, his thought. That's right. And then the Skyliners, um, when we were there in December, they were loading only one family per car. Mm -hmm. Now they're loading, you know, several guests, several families per car. But when we rode the Skyliner this time, we did it during off times, and we were literally the only people in line. So we had our own Skyliner. So... I did not experience them meshing us with other families because there was there was nobody else getting on and we were getting on. Uh, yeah, that it, feels a tiny bit weird, not going to lie. That they're mushing people in, into the... Yeah, from different parties together. That, that one feels weird to me. It does feel yeah. weird, but you do have to wear your mask on transportation. Mm -hmm. Yes, but like still... I know. Still, well, I always consider the Skyliner cabins to be one party per. Oh no, they've all they when they first came out, they were up to ten guests per. Mm. And see, for me and my thought on it is, I I can see what you're saying about it being weird, but usually we're in a big enough group where, like, you know, That's it's true. the three of us and Sheila and Randy and Jagan, so it's six, and you know, six people is pretty i mean you could fit a couple more people in but the likelihood of them doing that to us anyway never seemed like that was a factor and yeah, with and your group yeah. you had you had five we had right? five yeah so i would think that that would be i don't know yeah I, and I, I kind of wish there'd been someone else in line behind us so we could have seen if they had put him in with us or not but it just didn't work out that way because we were there off times yeah anyway yeah it's so, interesting. I'd be curious see. to see what happens with other people visiting, That's you know, right. to see how it works for them. Yep. So, um, let's see. Let's see what else. Oh, let's move the page. I also have some input from my granddaughters, nine and seven, on awesome. their favorite things. So I'm going to share that too. But I thought I'd go through these technical things first. Okay. So the parks going through the um, security. And through the turnstiles, no mask requirement. Yeah. You get in the park, no mask requirement. Um, you get in the lines while the lines are outside, no mask requirement. Um, this, this is not true mm. on every ride. Number one, I can say in Hollywood Studios, we were often in masks in lines outside. Okay. Um, Seven Dwarf Mine Train, when we're out, like, way away from the ride, we Going were around the mask. Right. But once we got to the place where you get in the line that's in the courtyard, even though you're outside, the masks had to be on. And you had to have your entire party with you. You couldn't, yeah. like, go on the line while someone was in the restroom and they could catch up. You had to wait there for the rest of your party if that was the case. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So it was mostly, though, at Hollywood Studios where we were you know, in lines outside where we had to be masked. And it's hot. It was very hot. Yeah. It was in the 90s. It was very hot. I'm not yeah. going to lie. It, it's hard sometimes. Yeah. But That's not what we having ran to wear them all July. the time, walking around was such a welcome change. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And But, you know, um, when I saw the change in the restriction to not having to wear them outside, 
Um, mm-hmm. But when you got in line, you did. And from what I understood, that meant anytime you were in a line that was going, whether it was outside or not. So no, and it, and they're not. They're not doing that. Um, and as a matter of fact, when we were in the line for Buzz, we weren't in mass until we went into the building. Until you got to the doors, um, yeah. And I do have to say, some of the six-foot markers are still down on the ground. No mm-hmm. one is enforcing that. They do say, mm-hmm. they ask people to socially distance, but people are right on each other, just like always before. Yeah, they're not. Mm. They're just not separating from each other. Everybody's. Matter of fact, I've, I looked behind me a couple times in line. Like, please don't be like right on me, because it. And I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, when yeah. you're not masked and you're right on me, I'm not ready for that yet. And yeah. I'm vaccinated, but I. Yeah. I think I'm just uncomfortable because of. I would be uncomfortable too. Yeah. And, I, and that's not a surprise, and you're not the only one either. Um, Cindy was telling us that when we go in October that she probably will wear her mask more often than she won't wear her mask. Yeah, and you I know, think Just a, because a, a of the comfort sure. level. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree with that. So. Yeah, and you got to do what you got to do. I mean, we're, we're our own people, so we do what makes us comfortable. Well, you mentioned lines. Let me segue real quick to a question from a listener. Okay. Um, Diana wanted to know if, what's her exact question? Are the lines longer with increased capacity? Are you feeling increased capacity? And are they like, is it like what they used to be? Back to that Mm kind of, when it was back to normal, kind of that kind of length or... Is it still slightly not as bad as? Um, I, it sometimes it depends on how you catch it. Um, for instance, yeah. we when we went to Animal Kingdom, we got there before park opening. The park was open. I mean, we literally landed on the bus at seven fifteen, got off the bus, went straight into the park, and straight to Flight of Passage, and waited ten minutes max. At eleven thirty, it was an eighty minute wait. So you have wow. to be strategic. Yeah. Um, another thing was we, okay, <laughs> on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, we were in a 30-minute line, but the ride went down, and the time for reset for that ride is 45 minutes. So we were in oh, the line 75 yeah. minutes, but we had a choice to leave the line. We chose not to. Right. Um, later on that day, it was 80 minutes. So when we started, it was 30 minutes, and then later it was 80 minutes. So they do get up there. You have to be, you you just have to be smart and watch your wait times on the app. Sometimes you'll get in a line that says 50 minutes, um, and then right after you get in the line, it changed to 80 minutes, and somebody on the outside said, as soon as you got in line, it changed to 80 minutes. You choose whether to stay there or not. But later on that mm-hmm. day going to be down to 20 minutes so just try to be smart you know there's like rides like tower terror have peak times Mm -hmm. but then they have very low wait times yeah so first thing in the morning last thing in the evening and then just watch the wait times and take advantage of the lower times but they do get up there they can get up there because it's all standby but the lines still move faster because they're not feeding from standby and fast pass they're only feeding from standby so please keep that in mind too. They look very intimidating, but they're not as bad as they look. Right, because they do move faster since they're not feeding from both lines. Gotcha. Um, how do you normally plan your day at the park? Me? Yeah, for you and your family. Like, what is it? What's the normal? You're going to. You're going to Animal Kingdom. Is the first thing you're doing is beelining over to do flight of passage. Flight of passage. And get yep. them done first thing, regardless of the time it says. And everybody is walking that direction, but the fact that there are no fast passes means everybody keeps moving. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, that's what we ran into. We went over to Flight of Passage and we were way back in line by by over by festival of lion king mm-hmm. 
but the line just kept moving and moving and moving and it really does yeah. progress pretty quickly especially yeah. when when it was when we were there it was a it was the line that was the socially distanced line so it was longer because yes. of the spacing um so but it still keeps keeps moving you know yes and so that that kind of is nice cuz it's almost like do you go the extra 5 miles in your drive to know you're going to keep moving or do you sit here and stop and go that saves you that that amount of time from not yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah and some people are like us and some people were paying attention to the 6 foot markers so they still look a lot longer it's it's mostly once you get into the inside where people are not really paying much attention i i i use the markers i'm i still want that so yeah, yeah. The lines still look that way. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, carry on. Oh, well, let's see. Um, the sanitizer, the hand sanitizers, you know, they were everywhere when we went in December. They're not everywhere. They are certain places, but they're not everywhere. But I carry my Mm. own hand sanitizer. So that's not a huge thing for our family. Um, they're, they are, when we went in December for like the frozen show, for instance, that I love so much, they were separating, uh, an empty row in between each taken row and then separating three seats in between each party in a row. Now they're separating one seat in between each party in a row, but they're using every single row. The rides that were separating rows, they're not separating rows anymore. They still have like the partitions up, like on Big Thunder Mountain where they put the plexiglass part. Uh-huh. Those are still up, but they're not separating mm-hmm. parties on the ride like that. And, okay. you know, I kind of wonder, do you think the partitions are going to stay there for quite a while? I hope so. I hope so, because I think they went through a lot of expense to put those up. And what if we right. go back? To, I mean, I, I hope we never go back again. But what if we do? Right. I think it's yeah. safe to leave them up there for a while. Just... Be, for for what you said about the cost to put them up to begin with, yeah, and the cost it would take at least to, in manpower to take them down anyway. Yeah, I don't think know? it hurts anything to leave them up. I don't either, and I, I so I kind of feel like they're going to stay myself too. But yeah, who knows? But makes me feel better. Yeah, makes me feel better. Uh, let's see. Um, so the princess cavalcade on the floats that were coming through Magic Kingdom when we were there in December, the princesses are now walking through, you may have, I think I sent you the video, um, where they were walking through, um, and like waving to everybody, they weren't on the float. So some of those things have changed. So they have Tink riding a float around, um, but some of the things have changed. Yes. Yeah, that's so, we were talking yeah. about that last week. Sophie's favorite is yeah. Tinkerbell because it was the first yeah. one she's so cute. Yes, yeah, so cute. Uh huh. Love her. <laughs> uh, there's still no pre shows like the you know the haunted mansion. The pre show is not how you walk straight through. Um, the TTA was great to ride again. Oh, I, I wrote it with you, Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> it was great to be on that again. Oh, golly. Yay. I still can't wait till we get to ride it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be so awesome for you guys. Yeah. Uh, so we we did get into the virtual queue. So you were asking how we tour the parks, and for, especially for, ho- for Hollywood Studios, we try for the 7 a.m. Rise of the Resistance boarding pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are, we're ready to be ready if we get number one or two to, to get to the park quickly. Um, but in both cases this time where we got the boarding passes, we got them at the one o'clock time. Okay. So we did not go to the park, you know, back breakingly yeah. early. Right. Um, if, because you didn't, so we you didn't play get that it, on that. So, so you, you fed off of that. Yeah. We do feed off that. When we go to animal kingdom, we usually yeah. go early intentionally to get to flight of passage. But a lot of times we'll, we either go early to a park or we go later, late in the afternoon yeah. to stay till it closes. Mm-hmm. So we don't usually go anymore. We don't usually go first thing in the morning and stay all day long till it closes, which we did yeah. a long time ago. But, you know, after you've been so many times, you, you don't, I don't know. You write your favorites and then 
the mobile ordering worked better this time for me on the quick service dining. Okay. The last time when we went in December, something was glitchy in my phone and I had a lot of problems and it was very, very frustrating. This time I didn't have any problems. Mm. So I don't Good. know if, if other people are, have been affected you know by what? that, but hopefully it's you better. Know, I, I think I heard that it's because of your, you know, rubbing elbows with, with Sophie and I on the podcast that that technology is I bleeding bet. over into you and it just That's works right. a little bit better because of that. That's <laughs> right. I'm going to keep rubbing those elbows. <laughs> yep. Hey, um, two questions. Mobile uh, ordering. Um, is Columbia Harbor House still closed? Yeah. Okay. Mm. And is the Tomorrowland Terrace Still serving Still the Columbia serving. Harbor House food? Didn't go there. Okay. We Sorry. found out on Easter Sunday that the Columbia Harbor House food was being prepared and served over at Tomorrowland Terrace. I and see. that's where we ate before we had dinner at the plaza. And so that was nice to be able to have fish and chips and whatnot yeah, from over yeah. there, you know? Um but one of the things that was interesting was when we went to ride Peter Pan, they actually sent us through Columbia Harbor House as part of the queue for Peter Pan. Yeah. Oh, it was interesting. It was totally weird. It was like That's crazy. It was weird. And so I wasn't sure how that worked if they did that for you. No. No. Okay. And I don't know exactly why they did that, but they were sending people into the restaurant and walking through the restaurant as part of the queue for Peter Pan. It was really kind of an eye-opener. Like, walking through that restaurant, I was able to see why it was closed for COVID because those rooms, it's not an... Yeah, it's not an open concept. It does follow the architectural style of that time period, and the rooms are really, really tiny, and there's yeah. just a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. And it does, and that does explain why. If we went through there, I didn't notice it. I wish I'd paid attention more. Um, you know, yeah. we I saw the beds and known. all that with the kids I, and stuff. But. I think you would have known because um, we were walking we were like to go get in line and we ended up keep going down and then the cast members pointed us to the line for peter pan and said yeah it goes through the harbor house and you know that's just like the the outside part of the queue so yeah you would have known if like you would have known you if you went through the harbor okay. house. Yeah, I do know. know that at Liberty Tree Tavern, which is one of our favorite table service, we ate there. And Liberty Tree Tavern has taken over Diamond Horseshoe. So sometimes when you check in for your reservation, you're in Liberty Tree Tavern. We were taken to Diamond Horseshoe, which That's... I love that atmosphere. Yeah, that we did that too still for great, wonderful food. It is so good. there for Thanksgiving Day. Well, and you're that. always there for Thanksgiving when you're there. True. But for and Thanksgiving Day, specifically, we chose them for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we yeah. ate at Diamond Horseshoe. So great, great food there. Great mm-hmm. food. Yeah. And they deal with my allergies extremely well there. And Good. I have weird allergy. I'm not just allergic to like normal eight allergies, and I'm not even allergic to some of them. I'm allergic to other things, and they're just really, really accommodating. They yeah. are, and. I love Disney when it comes to allergies. They do such a good job with that. They really do. You can feel confident when you travel there that you're being looked after. I really love that. Yeah. Okay. So I think, uh, let's see, if there's anything else on. um, So the park was very crowded at times, Mm -hmm. um, in my mind, compared to December. Um, Did it feel overcrowded? Hollywood Studios is the only one that really feels overcrowded to me. In certain areas, obviously, back there in Galaxy's Edge, it feels overcrowded. It's just so popular. Yeah, Toy Story Land, yeah. 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 But it's um, okay. I mean, it's still... it's still. By overcrowded, sure. do I mean... I mean, how does it feel compared to, like, when it's normal capacity? 
I don't feel like it's anywhere near normal capacity. I, you know, Even we're not so standing in line to get in any restrooms. You know how you're normal. Well, you don't know, Mike, but Sophie does. Women are usually standing in line to get oh, in a bathroom. Yeah. yeah. We're not, we didn't have any lines to get in the bathrooms. Yeah. So it's yeah. not like it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. So know that's that. that you know what? That's a trips, good. and you know what? Yeah, that is a blessing. That is, it's a that blessing. is actual. That is proof positive of the capacity levels. Then, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you're yeah. right. I mean, I when as soon as you said that, I thought back to the movie Cars when when they're at the Coliseum and you see all these women cars, that's right. and then the, and then the guy cars just go. Zip, that is true to life for sure yeah for it's sure. really not fair it it's is not, not but fair. It's, but from this guy's perspective it's still funny as i'll get out it's funny for you it's not funny for us but to hear yes. brenda say that no there's no lines at the restrooms then that speaks positive about how much how low the capacities are still yes. set that is very so. helpful Yes. Yeah. Sure. And that's and that's a good that's a good barometer. So yeah. you heard it here first. You'll know you're getting closer to full capacity when the lines start building for the restrooms. That's right. That's right. The women's restrooms specifically. The women's restrooms. Yes. yes. The women's restrooms. So I'm just going to quickly share with you guys the perspective of things from a nine and seven year old and what they liked. Okay. And this is Aaliyah's nine and McKinley's seven. Sometimes they agreed, sometimes they didn't. So I asked them what was their favorite, the Skyliner or the bus, and they both said Skyliner. I asked them their favorite park. Aaliyah said Hollywood Studios because of Rock and Roller Coaster and other favorites, and McKinley said Animal Kingdom because of Flight of Passage and Everest. She's the, she's the seven-year-old. The favorite ride at each park was Flight of Passage for Animal Kingdom for both. Rock and Roller Coaster at Hollywood Studios for both. Space Mountain for the nine-year-old and Splash Mountain for the seven-year-old at Magic Kingdom and Soarin' at Epcot for both. So they okay. had that in common. Favorite snack? Aaliyah's favorite snack was an ice cream sandwich, which she got at every opportunity. <laughs> and McKinley's favorite was the Num Num, Jack's Num Num in Hollywood Studios. I love that. Okay. Mm -hmm. I asked them if they liked the resort, and they do like the resort. Aaliyah liked that it had two beds, and McKinley liked that it had the fold-down little bed, because she slept on that pretty often. Um, and then the pool, I said, did you like the pool? Very good. They love the water slide and all the pool games. That's they had Stormalong so Bay, right? Fun. Yes. And literally on our third day there, we took a lot of the day for the resort. They literally were in the pool for seven hours. Wow. Wow. Between the water slide, they had the a pool good games. Pool day. I mean, it was so much fun for those kids. That's I'm kind. Of, I'm sorry. Um, that's kind of like, you know, that's why I don't always think going to the water parks are all that big a deal because Me the neither. pools, the pools at Disney are so yeah. good. You know, for for a lot of them that you don't really have to bother with a ticket for a water park because you get so much pool activity or the potential yeah. at the resorts that you're at. I agree but with I that. But I still enjoy the water parks. Yeah. We have Schlitter bonds here. We have several Schlitter, Schlitter bonds within driving distance. So we we do water parks here. So we don't we don't do the water parks at Disney, but the pools are great. People that don't have access to water parks, so that would be a lot of fun for them. Yeah. Yeah. So the care I asked them about the characters and how they felt about the character interactions they had, which they had some really great character interactions that I videoed. Um, McKinley said she almost cried. She was. She just loves the characters so much. They're like part of her heart. Um, Aaliyah's favorite was Rapunzel because when Rapunzel and all the princesses are walking down the street, Aaliyah had her little Mickey buns. Uh -huh. And Rapunzel said, I love your hair. And oh, that was nice. the world to her. Yeah. And then um, the bears from the Country Bear Jamboree were on the top, on the roof. and McKinley was dancing with them, and she was in love with them. It was so sweet. Yeah. The, the character oh, interaction is still alive and well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even though you can't get up close and get a hug and That's whatever, not. there's still a lot of ways they're interacting 
yeah, a lot of great they, ways. It's so magical for them. It's so magical for them. I asked them if they prefer the cavalcades or the parades. And McKinley prefers the parades and Aaliyah prefers the cavalcades. So there you go. There you go. Um, they loved seeing Minnie and Mickey and Donald up on the railway station, on the railroad station. Uh -huh. They were playing with them and blowing kisses and they were blowing kisses back. And it was just so sweet. <laughs> um, I asked them what their favorite table service was. It was Whispering Canyon Cafe because we had so much fun there. They're not. They're not having guests do the ketchup because you can imagine you don't want somebody touching all these ketchup bottles and then bring them to sure. your table right now during yeah. COVID. But they still were fun because I posted a video on my on my Facebook page of my husband because my husband was wearing his white shirt that day and he asked them if they had a bib. He didn't want to get the barbecue sauce on his white shirt and they brought out this huge tablecloth, right? <laughs> it was like a huge poncho that they made into this apron <laughs> oh my gosh and what was it the kids asked for a yeah, little more coke for, yeah she said do you want some more to drink and and they said i'll have a little more coke and so she brought them these little bitty you know glasses like that big <laughs> and then they asked for a to-go box so they brought her this big box this joffrey's coffee box and then they put oh. a little I thought I, I saw the box and I didn't pick up on what that was for. I thought it was for you. I thought no. that was what they had given you for your birthday. No, they brought me a cupcake with she made like a goal post with with um Kleenexes sticking out like fireworks. It was just you know, oh, it's really wow. a place. And the girls love Whispering Canyon Cafe. It's so much fun. So even though it's modified, it's it's still a lot of fun. When we were there oh, for not this past Thanksgiving, the year before, I think it was, or maybe the year before that, for Randy's birthday, or was it this past Thanksgiving? For uh, Randy's no, birthday, it was, Sophie. It was the year before. Year before. We yeah. um we went there for Randy's birthday and we had the best waiter. And he was so funny, and <laughs> you know, he he gave when you, the for Cindy she wanted a refill of water, and she got this big gallon. You know. But yeah. for Randy, with it being his birthday, they brought him a cupcake, and the waiter <laughs> saw that he wasn't really it because we had bought a cake. Yeah. To, for because of gluten free for Jacob to be able to have it. Oh yeah, yeah. And so. Um, so we had the cake and the, the waiter came up and took Randy's cupcake oh. said, I see you don't want it. And he ate <laughs> half of it right in front of him. It was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, it was awesome. It that was way. very funny. It was, and Randy was like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is fantastic. It was I love awesome. It. It was awesome. It was great. <laughs> and then afterwards, we ended up offering, I think, the other half to him. That is so cute. Yeah. Oh, God, that place is great. Yeah. He was so a great I also, waiter. Uh, I also asked Casey if she had any pointers that she thought we should let everyone know about, you know, from the trip. And she said, they're not enforcing the social distancing. That's a big thing. Mm -hmm. Um. We're not wearing masks all the time, but in outside queues, it it feels sometimes unnecessary when you're in the outside queues to have to wear them. So I'm hoping that's going to change pretty quickly. And um, she said it's still magical and awesome. Mm -hmm. June is hot. And McKinley says, book a flight with my Mimi. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and... Baby's email address is Brenda at PixieVacations.com. That's right. And I don't yeah. look like because you do fly this part of your Disney package right now. But it's okay. Book your trip with me. She'll be happy. Yeah. You Bye. you'll want to make a little girl happy, don't you? Exactly. Yeah. If you don't want to make a little girl happy, then obviously you have no soul. And why are you even watching us? <laughs> anyway, moving on from that, Sophie. Um, one more listener question, Brenda. Okay. Um, Jennifer wants to know, are the parks doing the service where when you purchase items, 
and they are able to send to your resort without you having to carry the items around yet? No. They're not doing that yet. No, they're still trying to be as touchless as possible. They're also not getting the luggage from the airport for you when you're doing Magical right. Express. They're they're trying really hard to not to still not touch more, which is why the reduced mousekeeping and and all that too. Good. Okay. Yeah. So. But I think it's I think things are going to get better and better as time goes on. So let's say that you're at the Magic Kingdom. And you buy something mid-morning. What would be your recommendation so that they don't have to carry it all day till the end of the day? Rent a lot? Yeah, my personal recommendation is, for me, for me personally, is if it will fit in my backpack and it's not breakable, put it in my backpack and, and carry it that way. If it is big or breakable, I would Give rent it a to Butch. Yeah. No, I'd rent a locker. <laughs> and then I would have to put a a message in a, a notice in my phone to remind me to get the locker, to get it from the locker because I don't normally get a locker. So I would forget it there. So I'd have to put a yeah. notification in my phone. And there's and you can't they don't have any spot where you could take it to like guest services or whatever and then they store it and then pick it pick it up. You, you, they may send it to the front of the park. I did not try that. Um, okay. I just, I just pretty much shop at the end of the day, knowing that I don't want to carry it. Um, but there are lines yeah. still. There's still lines to get into some of the stores. Yeah. Like the Emporium line is always down that side and sometimes uh-huh. goes over toward the baby center. But it, yeah. it moves quickly. I mean, the lines move, you know, pretty quickly. They just have to monitor how many people are in the store at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, good stuff. All right. Some of the stores are still closed. Mm -hmm. You know when you when you're down there in Hollywood Studios, down where that Christmas shop is, and that other shop down there past Muppets, that those are still closed. Okay. So you know, not everything is open yet. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Still a great time. Yeah. So, what was your park order days? We went to Epcot our day of arrival. Um, okay. Hollywood Studios the the next day, um, Magic Kingdom the next day, Animal Kingdom the next day, Hollywood Studios the next day, and Magic Kingdom the last day. Okay. Nice. And what was your favorite day? My birthday was my favorite day. Okay. Um, and what did you do? We. <laughs> We had, my daughter-in-law had made us shirts. Mine said, I think it said birth, birthday girl or whatever. And the all the rest said birthday squad. Uh-huh. So oh, I had my wow. squad around me and every, you know, it was just, it was really, I just loved having them there with me. And we used to travel for our birthday with, with the granddaughters and not the, their mother didn't usually go with us. We It was just us two and then the oldest two granddaughters, but she wanted to go this time and it was just such a great time to be back because I had to miss last year's because the park was closed so everything was more magical this year because I had to miss it last year yeah gotcha yep we were at Hollywood Studios so we rode Rise of the Resistance and we rode every we rode everything that day wow and um it was just a great time and then we we just had dinner at by the pool while the kids played and it was just fun you know it was just togetherness and then you went to Raglan Road we ended up not going to Raglan Road. For <gasps> one we contemplated and, you know, truthfully, my granddaughters are not real adventuresome on what they eat. So they, number one, I knew they wouldn't eat the bread pudding. Uh-huh. Um, and so we would have needed to buy like extra desserts and things like that we just ended up not doing it just because of a cost factor period yeah okay so but it's okay Okay. i had i had a cupcake that day uh i think i had we were at hollywood studio i think i had my carrot cake cookie that day so i was good Hmm. we decided not to spend money for it okay we're gonna go in november because you know i really miss it (laughs) (laughs) there you go Looking ahead, you gotta have a reason to go back. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. 
Even as much as I hate that excuse. I'm sorry. <laughs> the reason to go back, because it always means that you're leaving. That's oh, true. yeah, that's true. But it always means that you have something to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right, so any else that you want to add, Brenda? No, but I did want to say um, I'll monitor... If there's something I didn't cover that someone has a question about, I'll I'll monitor, you know, the comments and stuff. And if somebody posts a question that I didn't address, I'll be happy to answer it. Yeah. All right. Um, I I don't think there's any other questions, but I, I could be wrong. So no. you never know if somebody might think of something later. All no right. Questions yeah, exactly. That I know of. Exactly. All, All right. right. Then. Well, that wraps up our feature topic and it's time for this day in disney history for june 14th sophie what do you got this one is just one but it's a big one all of this happens on the same day in 1959 on this day three major attractions are christened at disneyland the first is the monorail system it is the first urban one and it begins operation today the two mark i trains run on a 0.8 mile track around tomorrowland walt disney and the u.s vice president nixon and their families are on hand for the dedication of the highway in the sky in June 1961, the monorail will become a transportation link instead of a sightseeing ride. With an extended two-and-a-half-mile track, Disneyland hotel guests will be able to board the monorail at the hotel and begin their park visit in Tomorrowland. Also on this day at Disneyland, the Matterhorn Mountain with its Matterhorn bobsleds opens. Yay! Modeled after the Matterhorn, a real mountain in the Swiss Alps, it is the first roller coaster to use a cylindrical rail and urethane wheels, which will become standard in the roller coaster industry. At 147 feet tall, the Matterhorn contains 500 tons of structural steel. The ride consists of two separate tracks that run somewhat parallel to each other, for much of the ride, intertwining and eventually deviating from each other at the loading areas. And the submarine voyage ride is officially dedicated on this day as well in Tomorrowland, uh. although it, it has been open since June 6th. The attraction has cost about $2.5 million to create wow. the Nautilus and Seven yeah. Sister submarines, the Triton, Seawolf, Skate, Skipjack, George Washington, Patrick Henry, and Ethan Allen allow 38 Disneyland guests at a time to take their own voyage to the North Pole. For the dedication of the new submarine voyage attraction, the opening ceremonies feature eight live mermaids performing a synchronized swimming ballet at the lagoon. Miss Mildred Nelson, wife of the chief mechanist of the on the first nuclear-powered submarine, USS Nautilus, helps Walt Disney christen the sub D-301, appropriately named Nautilus. There you go. Awesome. Well, that's cool. Yes. Um, you know, when we went to Disneyland in 2013, it's our first trip to Disneyland, we were able to ride on the front in the front car of the monorail. Oh, cool. And that was still, to this day, is still a highlight. Oh, yeah. Of us being able to do that, because we weren't able to do that by that point at yeah. the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World, you know? Yeah. So it is so cool to be able to do that. I don't know if they still do that over there or not. No, I don't know that they don't. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, it was it was cool. That was that was the highlight. That was so cool. Yeah. It was very cool. All right. All right. So I have oh. two bits of did you know or of Disney history? Not did you oh. know? Um, of course, today is June 9th, twenty twenty one, when we're recording, and 
Um, the first you both know, and that is that Loki premieres tonight on yep. Disney Plus. And I know Brenda is at the very least A going to be excited Marvel. to see it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I have Disney you know or Dis- Disney history. I keep getting it mixed up for June 9th, 1973. On this day, Secretariat won the Belmont Stakes and the, um, was it Belmont or Preakness, and won the Triple Crown on this day. Wow. With that that world record time of 2 minutes, 24 seconds, and won, um, it was Belmont because it was New York, and won by like 30-some legs. Wow. I was sitting on the floor in my living room watching those races. Oh, my goodness. He was beautiful. And see, I never saw the races except on YouTube. And I went out on YouTube when I saw the history. I saw a YouTube of it. And I watched all three of them in like nine minutes. (laughs) Beautiful. Like the whole country was just invested in this horse. Like we never watched horse races. We were, you know, I mean, it was was just so wonderful. Yeah. And and it just reminds me, of course, of that great Disney history or Disney movie of Secretariat. They did such a good job uh, on that. They did. Yeah. That so. is a great movie. So anyway, Disney, Disney history for June 9th as well. Mm-hmm. All awesome. right. Well, Thank that, you for sharing that. Uh-huh. That takes us to stump the soap. Yay. Here he goes. Yep. All right. Let's go. On. Let's do this. She is ready, and Grogu is ready to help. And I have no doubts that you'll get this very easily. Um, in fact, I'm trying to figure out how to not how to give a clue without making it so dang easy. Uh, whisper it to me, and I'll help. <laughs> Um, <laughs> hang on. Do 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 do. Okay. Do 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 This character is a proud fairy. Tinkerbell. No. What? Tinkerbell was a couple weeks ago. Oh, wait, you're right. A proud fairy. Uh Uh-huh. And this character... Um... How do I say it? I'm going to say one word, christening. Flora or Meriwether? No. Fauna? No. Maleficent? Well, if you keep shouting enough names out of it, <laughs> you're going to get it. I knew it was from Sleeping Beauty, okay? Okay, yes. But to is... me, Flora and Fauna and Meriwether... They all are pretty dang proud, aside from Fauna. She's kind of less... She's more understated than the other two, but Flora and Meriwether, they are very proud. Yeah. Okay. Well, it is Maleficent. Nice. And I'll read you what it says, because it's worth reading. Yeah. Maleficent is the self-proclaimed mistress of all evil, a wicked fairy with green skin and black horns. Maleficent is feared by all in King Stefan's kingdom. Maleficent lives in a weathered castle at the top of the Forbidden Mountain. Her only companions are her raven and her henchmen, the goons. 
She is a proud fairy and does not take kindly to being denied the respect she believes she deserves. When she is not invited to Prince Aurora's christening, <coughs> excuse me, Maleficent gets revenge by cursing the child to death. Maleficent has a short temper. She flies off the handle easily and does not like being proven wrong. Eager to keep the princess from waking once she does fall into her enchanted slumber, Maleficent kidnaps Prince Philip, even going so far as to turn herself into a dragon to keep him from Aurora. Ultimately, however, her cold heart proves no challenge for true love, and she is slain by the prince. Wow. That was very good, Sophie. It's hard to thank you. It's hard to come up with clues that wouldn't make it simple. Mm. Yeah. Because my third clue was dragon, and there would have been no way you wouldn't have known it then. (laughs) That would have been a dead giveaway. (laughs) Yeah. So did you know? Three did you knows. Maleficent means working or productive of harm or evil. Ooh. I didn't know that. I actually thought that Maleficent was a cross between two words. Magnificent and malevolent. Maybe it is. Maleficent is ranked 7th in Empire Magazine's 50 Best Animated Movie Characters. Hmm. And the sound of the dragon Maleficent breathing fire was created by using a flamethrower. Yes! That's so cool! Interesting! Yeah. So that is my Disney Who's Who character. All right. Okay. And that takes us to Brenda's Walt Disney quote. No, I have a short and sweet Walt Disney quote this week. Okay. You'll be a poorer person all your life if you don't know some of the great stories and great poems. Yeah. Walt Disney was a lover of books. Yeah. Wow. I think he really, really felt that they really enrich your life. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Um, oh, I had to say, I'm sorry, but I ahead. just remembered. I spent a lot of time in the one man's dream on my birthday in Hollywood Studios. That was oh, a treasure wow. to my heart. And of course, when I left the movie, I was bawling. Like every other time I've ever seen it. But it was a very, very special thing to my heart that I did on that day. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So what do you want to talk about next week? Hmm. Oh, goodness. I have no idea. You have a list? I don't have a list really compiled. But I was thinking if you guys want to do some research, how about we each pick one entrant into the Disney Legends program and talk about that person Mm. and why we wanted to talk about them? That sounds good. Yeah, that sounds like a very nice idea. There's a lot of Disney Legends. There are a lot of Disney legends. So I have some suggestions, at least for Sophie. um, And I will send the list over of the website that lists them all. And why don't we talk about a Disney legend? So we each pick a Disney legend to talk about. I already have two in mind. So as long as they're not somebody y'all have, then... Who do you have in mind? Well, do we want to say... No, don't say just yet. Don't say just yet. Next week, we're going to take a dive into the Disney Legends program, and we're each going to talk about a Disney legend. So that's our topic, is Disney Legends. All right. Okay. So I hope yours aren't 
some of the nine old men because we already covered them. Yeah, no. <laughs> the only rule is no nine old men. We've already discussed them. They, the no, 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 no. Okay. All My two right. are people I kind of already know a lot about since I'll be moving and I won't really have much time for research. That's true. Yeah, that's okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. So. All right. So that's our feature topic for next week. And that is all the show we have for you this week. I hope you all enjoyed it. And I am looking forward to talking about some of our Disney legends next week. So, Grogu, Grogu, Brenda, Sophie. We will will see see you on the road. road. Bye. Bye.